And we're back for another episode of the Lacrosse Bucket Podcast. Taylor Demling here with y'all, as always. Um, as I mentioned on Tuesday's show, this episode is one that I've been putting together for a couple weeks now um, in terms of what all this will entail. Um, and really, this th- this entire episode stems from a question that I get often, and um, you know, thought, hey, why why not make it into a full podcast? So this full episode will center around, and this is all um, just fun discussion. None of this is any kind of inside information or anything. Um, th- th- this whole discussion will center around which Power 5 schools should add lacrosse next. And <clears throat> Power 5, meaning SEC, ACC, Big 12, Big 10, and the Pac-12. Uh, but before we get to that, I'm going to add in one uh, program from the Big East, uh, which obviously if you... Uh, obviously, a big basketball conference. Um, probably, I would probably say basketball has Power Six because you add in the Big East football, the Power Five. Obviously, UConn being the only Big East program that has football uh, anymore after that um, big conference alignment we saw. It was that 2013, following 2013 year. Um, but UConn is probably the one program that. If you asked me um, which which major college program, FBS program, should add lacrosse, uh, UConn is the first program that comes to my mind. Um, I believe it was two, three years ago, there was a big donor at UConn who uh, said in a, I think it was a press conference, um, literally called out the, the AD and said, let's get men's lacrosse in here. Um, we need to get men's lacrosse back uh, because if, if you know, uh, UConn did have a program in the, I believe it was in the like 90s when they dropped it. I'm not exactly sure. I'm trying to look this up real quick. Uh, when they actually dropped lacrosse, uh, but okay, it was in in the nineties, like early nineties, when they dropped lacrosse, um, and they were in like the North Atlantic, or one of those conferences, I believe, um, that does not exist anymore. Um, so UConn had a program; uh, they no longer have a uh, program. Uh, they have a women's program. Uh, so they do have that going for them. Uh, but UConn, they know what lacrosse is. Obviously, there's a big uh, contingent uh, fan base there. Uh, there's a large contingent of lacrosse fans in Connecticut, um, in the New England area, uh, honestly, with you know, lacrosse being a more northeastern game uh, still to this day, uh, even though we have seen Tremendous growth down here uh, where I'm from in the south and up in the Midwest and uh, out west, uh, Texas 
and beyond. Um, been a lot of growth, but that can is a very strong contingency of talent in the Northeast uh, still dominates. Uh, the state of Connecticut has actually produced a lot of great players recently. Uh, Michael Krause, I would, it's probably the first player that comes to mind for me in terms of Connecticut uh, lacrosse greats. Obviously, Darian has a fantastic lacrosse program. Um, how many years was that they went undefeated? Was it like, I think it was three. I think it was three years that they went undefeated. Um, it might have been they lost in the title game of that third season. Uh, but I know they went like, what was it, like 25, 30-something games? Or more, more than that. Went, went at least like 50 games without losing um, a, a few years ago. Uh, dominant, dominant program there in Connecticut. And really... A lot of talent all over the place in Connecticut. Um, so I, I do think UConn would be the number one school if you were to ask me who should add lacrosse. Uh, UConn is the top of the list. Um, if UConn add lacrosse, I'd, hey, I'd, I'd certainly root for the Huskies. Uh, I do root for them uh, a little bit in uh, basketball. My grandfather is a UConn grad, so I do have that connection there with the Huskies. Uh, so I would definitely root for them in lacrosse if they added lacrosse. Um, and I would love to see it. Uh, I should say add back lacrosse as they did have a program, as I mentioned. Uh, but UConn is is number one, like, above, like, they're not even on the list. They are above the list, just number one. Um, moving to the Power 5 schools now. And I do want to mention a few schools first before we get into some other ones. Um, and I'm, I'm going to mention schools that had lacrosse. So in the ACC, um, Georgia Tech once had a program back in the 20s. I believe they went defunct during the Great Depression um, due to financial reasons, obviously. Um and then NC State once had a program, and Virginia Tech had a club program. They never went Division One, never went NCAA. Um, there was a plan to go NCAA, but it never established. They do have a women's program. Uh, so, and then Boston College also used to have a men's program, and they have a, a very very good women's program. So multiple ACC schools that you could add back or cross. Um, in the Big Ten, Michigan State had a program. They made it to the NCAA tournament one year. I believe they lost to Syracuse in the first round. I think you can find that game on YouTube. Just look up like Syracuse versus Michigan State or cross. Um, if you look up Syracuse versus Michigan State, you'll get a bunch of basketball stuff, obviously. Um, so make sure it says lacrosse on there. Um, I believe it's that one channel. I can't remember the name of it, but they have a bunch of old Q's games on there uh, that you can watch on YouTube. Uh, so Michigan State is the only Big Ten school that had lacrosse in the past. Um, SEC, only one school in the SEC that has had men's lacrosse. And that is Georgia. 
Georgia had a program uh, at the same time as Georgia Tech. Um, I think Georgia started two years after Georgia Tech, and they started because Tech had a program, so Georgia hopped on board as well. Um, The whole Georgia Tech was started by a Hopkins grad that moved to Atlanta, started lacrosse, and then that spread to Athens where they had lacrosse as well. Um, they dropped it a few, I think they dropped it in like 33, 1933, 35, somewhere in there. Um, so like right after the Great Depression uh, due to financial reasons. Um, so those are the Power Five programs or teams, schools that used to have lacrosse. Um, so now let's get into the schools that I think should add lacrosse, obviously, um, that have not had it in the past. I mentioned those schools. Now let's go to new schools. And we're going to start here kind of in my backyard with the SEC and the ACC. So the SEC, um, I think the two schools that – and for me, a big thing for me with the SEC and the Big 12 – and uh, not necessarily the Big Ten because they have a lacrosse league um, already, uh, but especially with the SEC and the Big 12, for me, Pac-12, you obviously have Utah. Um, but a big thing for me with the SEC and Big 12, and I think especially the SEC, is you've got to get a name-brand program, a name-brand school to add lacrosse. And look, Vanderbilt is they have a women's program, and I think that would be a fantastic school to add lacrosse. But if Vandy adds lacrosse, I don't think the other schools in the SEC would look around and say, Oh, Vanderbilt has men's lacrosse now as well as women's. I, I, I don't think that would happen, I don't think that raises, um, it doesn't poke the ears up for, for the other programs. Um, the two schools I think would kind of poke the ears up for the entire SEC if they added lacrosse are Alabama and Kentucky. Alabama and Kentucky are the two most recognizable brands in the SEC, two of the most recognizable, recognizable brands in college athletics. You get Alabama to add lacrosse, you get Kentucky to add lacrosse, uh, trust me, they will, it might not be quick, but it will be a headline, it will be a talking point amongst the rest of the SEC. Same would go for Florida, uh, the Gators have a women's program, and then if Georgia adds it back as well, I think that would also uh, kind of uh you know, in, in, induce that discussion of from some of these other programs. But I think if like a Vanderbilt or an Ole Miss or Mississippi State added lacrosse, I don't think it would necessarily be – it wouldn't be as big of a deal to the other schools just because those brands are lesser known. But I think – Certainly from an SEC level and a national level, if Alabama or Kentucky adds lacrosse, that is going to be 
big, big news. Um, there is a Transylvania uh, is in Lexington. They have a D3 program. Um, I don't believe there's any college programs in Alabama. I know there used to be one in Mississippi. I don't think there's any in Alabama right now. I know the growth in Alabama is pretty decent. Uh, Jack Jasinski, obviously coming out of Alabama. Uh, Kentucky, we've had a lot of players come out of this state. Um, Chase Carrero at Denver um, led the nation in face-offs, helped them on that run in 2011. I believe he was there for that title game, or he might have graduated the year before. Um, but Chase Carrero, obviously, uh, Brad Lott up at Michigan uh, was face-off guy there. Uh, Bobby Schmidt, if you all follow uh, Bellman at all, was you know, one of the best players in Bellman history, uh, one of the best players in, in, in SoCon history. Um, so a lot of players coming out of both of those states recently um, that are really good. Um, they could attract some of those players from not only those states but across the south. Uh, same thing would go for Florida or Georgia as well. Obviously, we know the talent in those two states is better than any other in the South. Uh, so I think those two would definitely be huge to add lacrosse. Um, so SEC, get a name brand in there. It will get the ball rolling. ACC, I mentioned Georgia Tech, um, obviously. But I think the three that I would love to see is Louisville, 15 minutes from my house here, there's a beautiful women's lacrosse complex. Why don't you have men's lacrosse? You got a perfect women's lacrosse complex. All you got to do is put the men's line on there, build a men's locker room in there, and you could have a men's lacrosse program. Obviously, all of this discussion, we are... um, exempting Title IX and exempting everything else from here and just money and all of that and just focusing on which schools would be best to add lacrosse. Um, and then the set, the next two, Florida State and Miami. Uh, FSU, there was actually some discussion a few years ago about the possibility of adding men's lacrosse. And I forgot to mention, Alabama, there was a Board of Regents meeting at Alabama in the summer of 2018, I believe, where on the agenda was discussing adding men's lacrosse. Didn't go far, but it was on the agenda at a Board of Regents meeting at the University of Alabama. Forgot to mention that. Back to FSU. FSU, they have a solid club program. We've seen some whispers out of there. That would be awesome. Uh, Miami, as I've mentioned before, I'm a Miami Hurricanes fan. Um, they've got a – and FSU's got a great facility, some facilities they could use for lacrosse as well. Miami also does. I think both of those – Miami, if you're talking about that demographic fit, and I'm doing the air quotes, um, for lacrosse, uh, is much like Vanderbilt to an extent, maybe a little lesser, uh, but – and look, both, they're in the state of Florida. Uh, ja- Jacksonville needs a neighbor, guys. Jacksonville needs a D1 neighbor. FSU, Miami, Florida, going back to the SEC. Any of y'all are welcome to join. And also, with the ACC, any of those schools 
uh, Georgia Tech, Boston College, y'all want to add it back. NC State wants to add it back. Louisville, FSU, Miami, any y'all want to add it, that gives the ACC that extra team they need for an auto bid. They don't have an auto bid in the NCAA tournament anymore after Maryland left. Don't have that anymore. They need another team to get that. Any of these teams would give them that auto bid. Moving on to the Big 12. Um, again, like I mentioned with the SEC, I think you need a name brand to kind of get the ball rolling if you eventually want uh, the Big 12 to have men's lacrosse as a full like conference um, sport, like a full sanctioned sport. Um, and the two schools that kind of we all know the best in the Big 12 is Texas and Oklahoma. Um, I think those would be obviously the two like slam dunks in that category of let's get the ball rolling um, in terms of Big 12 lacrosse. And it would poke the ears up of some other schools in the conference. Uh, you know, Baylor, um, who am I missing? Te- Texas Tech, um, Oklahoma State, bunch of schools like that. Um, so Texas and Oklahoma are the num- are number one and number two there. Uh, Texas, there's been a lot of growth in that state, a lot of talent coming out of that state right now. Uh, they could capitalize on that. They, they honestly could capitalize on keeping a lot of kids home, and I think Texas – uh, could be a pretty solid program competing for national titles, much like I mentioned with you know, Georgia, Florida, and even you know, other southern states where uh, southern schools, I should say, where you can get a lot of talent from the either your state or the surrounding states. Um, Oklahoma, you know, they don't have as much talent as Texas. They're starting to produce some D1 players. I think they've had and don't quote me on this, I believe they've had, counting the players currently committed or who have signed in this 2021 class, I believe they have, they've had like five or six, maybe seven D1 guys um, out of the state of Oklahoma over the past six years or so. Um, Calum Crawford and a bunch bunch of those guys are doing a fantastic job growing the game in the Sooner State right now. Um, Oklahoma, you add lacrosse, you get an end to some of this up-and-coming talent in your state, as well as you could pluck some guys from Texas, uh, pluck some guys from some other southern states as well um, in, in, that, that are kind of in your area. Um, so I, I think both of those states would do, or both of those schools, I should say, um, would be perfect for adding lacrosse. Um, obviously, I think a lot of people, again, that lacrosse demographic of it has to be a high academic school and all this crap. Um, you know, a lot of those people would say, oh, well, Baylor, whatever. Um, that's cool. Baylor could add lacrosse. I'd be fine with it, really. <laughs> Any Power 5 school that wants to add lacrosse, please, we, we'd love to welcome y'all into uh, the lacrosse world. Uh, but Texas and Oklahoma uh, would be probably the the two best ones in those in that conference in the Big Twelve. Um, you know, I wouldn't mind Iowa State. I don't know what the talent is like in Iowa. I just 
I love those colors. Like the, the like it's not McDonald's. <laughs> I always think they look like McDonald's, but it's like it's that maroon and yellow. I think those colors would look really cool uh, on lacrosse uh, Josie lacrosse uniform. Uh, so Iowa State, I think that would be a cool Josie combo. Uh, Oklahoma State could be a cool Josie combo as well. Um, a lot of a hey, lot, lot of cool Josie combos we could see with lacrosse. Uh, with some of these big schools. Uh, Moving up into the Midwest now, looking at the Big Ten. Obviously, the Big Ten already has men's lacrosse. You have Penn State, Rutgers, Michigan, um, Ohio State, and who's the other one? Well, Johns Hopkins is an affiliate member of the Big Ten. Am I missing one? I believe I'm missing one. Oh, well. Uh, Big Ten already has lacrosse, uh, is what I'm trying to say. So, you know, it would be, you know, I, I think there's an incentive to add lacrosse in the Big Ten that other conferences don't. Be Oh, Maryland. My my, my apologies. Maryland. Forgot about Maryland. Uh, they're in the Big Ten now. Um, because of that, there might be an incentive for some of these schools to add lacrosse because there's already a conference you can compete in, right? Other, you know, SEC, you'd compete as an independent. Big 12 schools would compete as an independent. Utah and the Pac-12 is competing as an independent. The ACC, I mentioned, already has lacrosse as well, so there's an incentive there. Big 10 is now in the same boat. Um, I think the school that I think of the most, when obviously Michigan State would love to see them add it back, but the school I think of the most in the Big Ten that I would like to see at lacrosse. And I'm not sure why, but Illinois. And I know Illinois added men's hockey, which is a similar demographic, whatever you want to call it. Um, So I think that could work. Um, I also think Northwestern would be a cool school to see at lacrosse, you know, in that Chicago area as well. Uh, Kind of the heart of the Midwest there could capitalize a lot on some of the growing talent in the region. Uh, Indiana is obviously a big name, maybe not as big of a name as they used to be, uh, but they're a pretty big name in you know, basketball and other sports as well. That's a brand name, as I mentioned with the SEC and the Big 12, get a brand name. Uh, so Illinois, Northwestern, Indiana, um, I think would be the ones that I would love to see. Adam Lacrosse obviously would love to see Michigan State Add the game back, um, but you know, who knows if that will ever happen again. I believe there was some chatter a few years ago out of Minnesota that something could happen. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Um, it, it's a little cold up there. Um, it, like I think it's actually colder in Minnesota than it is like in the Northeast, so... I don't know how that would work, playing February games in Minnesota, um, unless they play in a bubble, uh, which I believe they do have a bubble for the club team program, uh, the club team plays in. So, and they have a football indoor facility. So, you know, whatever. Uh, Minnesota would be cool to see. Um, Wisconsin. Uh, a lot of schools in the Big Ten that I think would be suitable fits for adding men's lacrosse. Moving out to the shining West Coast, where the Pac-12 has a women's lacrosse league. 
and Utah has a men's program. The three schools that always come to mind for me when talking about adding schools adding men's lacrosse in the Pac-12 are USC. Obviously, you have that name brand. It's recognizable. I think it would perk some ears up more than Utah has. I think a lot of people thought, oh, Utah is the first domino to fall. I haven't heard of or seen any dominoes falling anywhere in the vicinity since that happened. Now this is only the third year of Division One. We could see some movement down the road. But I haven't heard anything or seen anything that makes me believe Utah is in fact a uh, the domino fall that's going to trigger this massive Pac-12 lacrosse addition. Um, again, this discussion, we're like leaving out Title IX and all of that and just having fun with this. Um, so USC, number one. Colorado, uh, we know what kind of talent is in Colorado. We know how good Denver has been. I mean, heck, Denver won a national title. Um, I think Colorado could have similar success, if not better, because of the resources they have there. I'm not sure what the resources at Colorado would be lacrosse-wise as opposed to Utah or to some other uh, Power 5 schools that have lacrosse, uh, but I think it could be a possibility. Similar with USC, they could capitalize on that California growth, get some in-state talent. Nice weather, uh, just as I mentioned with Miami. Uh, you got that nice weather there. Miami and USC, similar demographic kind of thing going on there. Uh, they're kind of, it's funny, Miami and USC are like kind of mirror images of each other um, on opposite coast. Um, so USC would be one. And then uh, the other one is, and I know y'all were waiting on this, Oregon. Let's get, let, let, let's get that Oregon, let's get that Nike money. Hey, if y'all saw Nike's getting back into lacrosse, like they put something out the other day where like they're relaunching their lacrosse brand or whatever. Um, so Nike is getting back in the game fully. Uh, Under Armour is kind of plucking out. Get that Nike money in there at Oregon. Get those Volt uniforms. You, I mean, yo, you can get just with that uniform combo, like that's a recruiting sell in itself. That Nike money is a recruiting cell in itself. Like they have fantastic facilities at Oregon. Their club program has like outstanding uniforms. They get treated very well for a club program. And imagine what if they went D1, what that would be like. I think Oregon could have a ton of success in lacrosse. Obviously, with every school uh, west of the Mississippi that would add lacrosse. There is that travel. Um, there is that travel issue. Utah has seen it a bit. So is Denver and Air Force, where y'all got to travel a lot more than your counterparts in the East. So there is that issue, and they would be the westernmost program. Uh, I believe Oregon does have women's lacrosse. As I mentioned, the Pac-12 has women's lacrosse. Utah is the only Pac-12 school with a men's team. Oregon, they get it. I think Oregon, USC are definitely the two premier brands right now. Uh, Stanford has women's lacrosse, I believe. 
that I think that would be a cool school to see add men's lacrosse. That's a that's a name brand uh, in itself that would maybe get the ball rolling, be another domino to fall, you know, whatever you want to call it. So, um, Pac-12, I think there's a lot of options. I think there's a lot of opportunity out there, uh, being that they have women's and that Utah has a uh, men's program. And if you were going to ask me what conference I thought would see, if you, you would ask me what conference do I think will either have the most teams add men's lacrosse in the next 10 to 15 years, and which conference I think would be the first power five, uh, would be the next power five to add men's lacrosse as a sanctioned sport. Uh, the Pac-12 would be my answer. Would be my answer. The Pac-12 has been my answer for the past few few years, and that would remain my answer. I think secondly to that would probably be. Um, the, I, uh, I think second to that would be the Big 12 and then probably the SEC. I think the SEC uh, would probably be last. They are a big baseball conference. I don't think they want to do anything to jeopardize baseball. Um, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Alabama, like all those schools are really, really good baseball schools. Uh, South Carolina, like there's a ton of baseball in the SEC. And not that there's not in these other conferences, but as, as they say in the SEC, you know, it means more. It, it, it means more. <laughs> um, and so, you know, Pac-12, I think, would be the first conference to have schools add men's lacrosse of the Power Five next. And I think would be, if I'm putting money on it, would be the next conference I would predict to have men's lacrosse as a sanctioned game. The conference I would want to see the most is the SEC. Um, the SEC is the predominant uh, conference in the country. They're the predominant conference in college athletics. They're the best conference in college athletics for the most part. Um, obviously, football speaking, they make a ton of money off of that. Um, so I, I think the SEC, that would certainly uh, if you're talking impact on the game, uh, the SEC would certainly make the biggest impact on the game. And something I didn't mention before, um, I mentioned a little bit about schools being able to pluck talent from around those states and places like that. Like if Kentucky, Alabama, no, Oklahoma, whatever, like if those schools added lacrosse, Louisville, no, whatever schools added lacrosse, that would, in some of these states where there is lacrosse, but it's not like it is, obviously, nowhere is like New York, Maryland. Nowhere is like those states, but if you, and we've seen what Denver has done, they've increased the growth in the Denver area. That would very much be the case if an Alabama, a Kentucky, a Louisville, um, a Georgia added or re-added lacrosse. Um, that would certainly grow the game uh, to a good extent in those states. That is, uh, that's going to do it for today's discussion. I know we went about, what, 25, almost 30 minutes. Yeah, we're about 30 minutes in here on this discussion uh, of 
Power Five schools adding lacrosse, um, and you know which schools should, which you know, conferences. Um, fun little discussion uh, here on a Thursday. Uh, as always, you can listen to the Lacrosse Bucket Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, uh, and multiple other platforms. We are on YouTube now. Uh, the podcast, I believe, goes on YouTube. Uh, I have to wait for it to uh, upload on the podcast side. Then it goes on the YouTube side after that. So a few hours after it's available on your podcast apps, it will be on the YouTube as well. So we have that going now as well. Um, you know, today's Thursday, so the next podcast will be Sunday, which is our uh, weekly mailbag show. You can send in your questions to the mailbag. Already have a couple uh, picked out to talk about, but uh, do have some room for some more this week, next week, and in the future. Uh, so you can send your questions in to the mailbag, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email. Uh, Twitter is at Lacrosse Bucket. My personal, at Tanner underscore Demling. Instagram and Facebook is uh, Lacrosse Bucket. And then the email, uh, we have a new email. Um, you can go to, you can either email contact at lacrossebucket.com or Tanner at lacrossebucket.com. Uh, either of those emails redirect to uh, my personal email and to the uh, lacrosse bucket uh, Gmail account. So both of those redirect there. So I will get both of those if you email either contact or Tanner at lacrossebucket.com. Again, thank you all for listening. Hope you all have a great rest of the week. And we will see you all on Sunday.